Welcome to the About Life with Joe podcast. I'm Joe, and your life is about to get better. Please subscribe and enjoy. In this episode with Lily, we talk about being green, what that means, and how much it has influenced all of the decisions that I've made in my life and the decisions that she's making in her life. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm so grateful that we're doing this this week. It's just, I'm so happy. And I'm so happy to see you. So happy to see you. And so happy to see you too. And I'm like, I'm going to tell everybody how we know each other because I think yes. that this is like a really fascinating story because it spans multiple generations. And I grew up as a little girl knowing both of your grandmothers really, really well. So your paternal grandmother, who is your namesake, who you're named after, was a fixture in my house on a Saturday. She would come for cafe. She was always full of life. Yes, she was. That that laugh and that wholehearted and like, Everything she did, she did it like a million percent, but she was she also just super funny. I mean, she, she was the best. Both. So funny, right? She was, she always made everybody laugh. It didn't matter if they were 10 years old or 90 years old. Right. She was saying something to entertain both sets of ages. So she was, she was, she was the best. She was, she was amazing. And then there was your other grandmother. Calimorfi Morphi, yeah. which I used to call Momo because that was her nickname. Her famous um, nickname. <laughs> her famous nickname. And she lived in the same house as my mom's bestie. So we yep. would spend a lot of time there. So I would spend a lot of time at your other grandmother's house with your mom and watching her and off her. Like I was a little girl. She was a teenager. Her <laughs> sister and I always like looked up to them and then. Your parents, I remember when your parents met. And yeah. I remember their wedding. Crazy. Was at, it's crazy. Crazy. I'm, I was at their wedding. I remember your mom being pregnant with you. I remember you being pregnant with your brother. And it's this like three, well, that's three generations. And here we are like kind of full circle, right? It's amazing how it all comes back around. It really does. It's, it's so fascinating. A beautiful cycle. It is. It's so beautiful. And then I don't know. I just like I, I, I every time I see you, and I tell you this all the time, and I see you on Instagram, or every time I see you in person, I'm like, Lily, I can feel like you to me are like the combo of your of your grandmothers. Like you embody, you're like the best of both of them. That I can't even tell you how that makes me feel. It just it gives me this energy and this just I can always feel their presence with me all the time and every time I miss them I think about them and I'm like I I get I I get upset and I'm like I miss them and I wish that they were still here but I obviously know that where they are can't it's they're in heaven I know where they are right so that gives me a sense of comfort and I'm like even though I get upset and I miss them I know that where they are is they're in peace and they're no longer here, but they're with me in my spirit and soul every single day. So I'm I'm grateful that I got to spend time with them. And even though my mom's mom passed away when I was seven, I still reflect on those seven years that I had with her. And it just, 
I wish I could just go back in time and replay all those moments. But and then with my dad's mom, she passed away when I was around 17. So I got a few extra years with her, but it's never enough. <laughs> never enough. So I think that that's really interesting that you have this perspective. We'll tell everybody how old you are. 26. Okay, so you're 26. So I, I, I first of all, I can't believe that. That's like, so you're 26. So, you know, it's really interesting that you have this very old soul. I'm sure people tell you I that do. all the time. They do. <laughs> they do. And some people love it. And they, and I just, I feel like, you know what, it's, it was because that I was raised with greek traditions and family and love and warmth and just that to me of being maybe old-fashioned or however someone wants to call it that's my true self and my true comfortable self is that and there's been a few people along the way that are like oh that's that's not the new school way of thinking i'm like well guess what i don't want to be new school old school to me is better of course, you live in, we live in 2021, so you have to have these modern things along the way, but my true depth is old school, and I just, I love it. <laughs> well, what's better than that? I mean, exactly. you, you know, you, your roots are deep, and, you know, you definitely have a modern take. It's not like you're, you know, in the Horyo, in the village somewhere, <laughs> you know, going and getting, like, you're definitely... Right. You're definitely a nice combo. Okay. Like, listen, you have to have both. Yeah. You have to have both. You know, so I try. I do try. What kind of things do you are like non-negotiable for you? Like what, what kind of things are like, that's it? Like, no. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. Um, Probably, definitely my religion. Greek Orthodox. I won't bend that for nothing. And my Greek culture, those are the two biggest things that no matter what anyone says, no matter what I'm going through, I can always turn back to those two things and just be proud of that. And that always gives me a sense of comfort and a sense of strength. So those two things have really carried me through some of the hardest times of my life. So, you know, those, those are the things that I really won't, I won't bend on for anything. So, you know, it's, I like to have a balance, but those things, I wouldn't change for the world. So you really appreciate where you came from. You feel a sense of belonging, yeah. right? And it goes back, and I don't know if you've, I've often said myself, people will say to me, well, how did you get through this hard time? And I'll say, it was my faith. Right. And for me, it happens to be, you know, we we have, we share the same religion. Yeah. I... I also though have so many friends and so so much so many parts of my life that you know people practice all different things. I as I get older have been able to appreciate um that that that's the way I feel obviously about what I practice but I can also appreciate what other people practice. Of course. Which is so uh and I don't know that I always was um open to that you know and now i am like i i you know i am i i'm open to to learning and to understanding and to see the differences but just like you i feel exactly the same way and i you know for me um 
growing up in Worcester, like we the same yeah. hometown. Yeah. I, you know, I was spent all my time in the church. I've often, I wrote about it in my book that it saved my life really because, because there was so much going on in my family. And so, so it was, and it really kept me out of trouble, like hands down. Exactly. I'm grateful for that. That's, that's the same with you. I'm like, you know what? I see myself in certain situations and I'm like, if I didn't have my faith and I wasn't strong in that, could have gotten myself into some serious not so great things but I'm like always turn back and you know even if we do go through things sometimes we're not as strong as we want to be and we're not always a hundred percent grounded at times and it happens to all of us it's life and we just get down and sad and whatever we're going through but eventually once you start to see that for for personal experience when I'm like really upset about something or something's really bothering me, have bad anxiety about something, I say, I'll stay like this for a day. And then the next day, I'm like, you need to get up, you need to pray, be thankful for what you have, be grateful. And then eventually you start to see things kind of open. And I've experienced that as I've gotten older. When I was maybe 16, I don't think I had this mentality. Maybe I did. I don't know. But yeah. as you get older, you start to you start to see those things unfold in your life and you just go back to your, your roots and what makes you feel whole. That's so beautiful. I, you know, I think it's just, it's so also so beautiful to just own what you feel and just to, and to be, just to be that way. I yeah. think it's going to carry you really, really far in life, especially, um, at times when it's maybe not so, I don't want to use the word popular. That's not the right word. Let's see. What's the word? It's not. I know exactly what yeah, you mean. It could be polarizing to some people, right? right? Like right. It be, it's, it's almost deemed controversial to have. Of course. Right? To have faith. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you know, if you are accepting of whatever is around you, but you know what you believe in what and who you are, right. I think that that is the most grounding, most beautiful gift you can give yourself. And that's regardless of what faith you practice. Of it course. can be any faith, you know? Right. It doesn't um, just have to be Greek Orthodox. It could be any faith. You any know, it's just, it's, and, that's, and that's the thing is that a lot of people, I know, unfortunately, these times, they don't, maybe understand it and the ones that do understand it great the ones that don't that's you know everyone has their own personal opinion but I just know for myself and I try to help others that maybe if they're kind of going through the same way or they can't they feel like they're kind of a quote unquote outsider <laughs> of being strong in their faith and it's like at the end of the day you can only focus on what you're doing and other people might not agree with it but that's okay that's that's life it's part of life but as long as you're okay with who you are and you have that strong relationship with yourself that's the most important thing that you can that you can practice that's so beautifully said and that's a nice segue into you you know we're going to talk about relationships right right relationships all sorts of relationships <laughs> right like we so have many times <laughs> right there's so many we could talk for hours about it. so right. so I think that what you said 
you hit the nail on the head. The most important relationship you could ever have is the one you have with yourself. That that starts there. You know, that starts everything. And how you see yourself and how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself is really going to determine how other people talk to you, treat you, and, you know, respect you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's so true. So for me, foundationally, being, you know, a little over 20 years older than you, I have learned the hard way that I have to be nice to myself. Right. Okay. And I hope that you, that you will continue to be nice to yourself and to be kind to yourself because the most important relationship you have is with yourself and then your relationship, like when we share our faith, you know, with right. God. That is the foundation of everything, okay? And then from there, all the other relationships, you know, are, they have a better chance. Of course. You couldn't have said it any better than that. That's that's something that having a good relationship with yourself is something that I have maybe struggled with over years of just going through hard things in my life and but as you get older and you start to see how different things pan out, you say to yourself, okay, well, maybe if I was a little bit nicer to myself, this maybe, maybe it would have happened, maybe it wouldn't. But as long as you treat yourself with respect and love and tender care, it's a, it's a very hard, it is a hard process without being a hard process. It's something that it gets to a point sometimes where it's like, you know, when you're so hard on yourself, people can feel that. And then your relation, other relationships start to maybe crumble along the line because you're not, you might not get respect from someone that you wish respected you or love the way you want mm -hmm. or care the way you want. So once you start to go back to yourself and care about yourself, then you kind of see things that you're okay dealing with. You're not okay dealing with putting up with something. So I think that as long as you have a good relationship with yourself, that can help you in all relationships of your life. No matter it be friends, family, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or whoever it may be, coworkers, I, I truly feel that that's a good foundation to start with. For sure. What yeah. about... In your, you know, your belief, I felt exactly the same way when I was in my mid-20s. I really, really wanted to marry somebody Greek Orthodox. It was really important to me. It wasn't because my family thought it was important. It wasn't like you see in the movies, like, that my mom would have gotten upset. As you know, I have a sister and I have a stepsister and a stepbrother. And everyone is married outside of the faith. And they're all happily married. And, you know, it's one big you know, family. Um, Great. But I really wanted to marry. It was really important to me. And I think like it, I didn't recognize it until you actually said it out loud. Like that was the non-negotiable for me. And I remember dating people that were not of my faith. Our right. faith. And that being like, okay, even if I really like this person, I, I could just never. And I, and this is what I would tell myself. I think it's really interesting to see it, 
years and years later for me. I don't know. I, I just really, really wanted to marry somebody Greek Orthodox. It was super important to me. Right. And how, I mean, what are your thoughts there? I mean, I personally feel the same way. <laughs> Call it old school again. It, it always comes back. But that's how I, I truly feel. And the one of the most important things that even if I do find someone that isn't Greek, my number one thing is that at least if they're Orthodox and call it politically incorrect, whatever it may be, <laughs> whatever it may be, that's just how I feel. And I feel that a relationship when it has the same morals, values, and religion, I feel that it can help you through so many things that you're going to come across in a relationship. But to me, I think that's one of the most important things that everything else you can be flexible on you can you can change it you know whatever the case may be but for those two things i say my religion and my culture those are the most important things so maybe this is why we're talking today because i used to feel exactly the same way and now yep. here i am 20 years later okay I did marry the Greek person. I did marry somebody within the culture and I'm the only one in my family who's getting a divorce. And I find that very interesting. And that, and I don't think that that has anything to do with the fact that, you know, he was Greek or not Greek. And I think that that's really interesting. Right. But I also see a lot of people, Lily, that have married, that are very, very Greek, that have married non-Greeks that have that are extremely happy and then I've also seen people that have married Greeks that are happy like I've seen both sides right of course but me as that example if you told me 20 years ago it, it was just very interesting to me and I think that that was one of my first criteria I was very lucky <laughs> because I married a very nice person and I have two beautiful daughters and you know all of that kind of stuff but but at the same time, I was so, I, I felt that if I had married somebody outside of my religion, that I wouldn't be able to be as devout as I am. And I just don't know that that's true. Because I was speaking to a friend yesterday, very interesting, and she lives in New York, and she, um, she's, she's married, she's got two little kids, and her husband ended up by choice just recently converting. I mean, they'd been married for years, but he converted. And I called her to say, you know what, that's so, you know, congratulations for him. And you must, and she goes, this was all him. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And, and he, you know, just really reaffirming. And I, and I'm like, wow, that is so beautiful. So I also have friends that have married men that are Jewish and they're not Jewish, but they raise their children Jewish and those, and they, also know a lot about it. And so I think that there's like this interesting, I think it depends on the person. This is what I'm, I'm, I've learned later. It depends on the person versus the actual title of what they right. practice. I think like you gotta look at the whole picture and not only what the people are right now, but what they have, what where you're aligned because you can still be the same um, culture and you can still be the same religion, but there are glaring differences yet. You can be, this is what I've learned now. I I've learned, you know, as I get older, 
you can be really devout in your religion and have your um your culture and not give any of that up and maybe someone else wants to participate in what you love so much so i'm just saying (laughs) and i I say this and i and i know and i'm just saying be open-minded and open-hearted because you really people can surprise you in in a good way too of course right and there's this enriching um i i think it's very fascinating i have two daughters as you know and they're both um raised with they're a hundred percent greek literally they were a hundred percent greek they don't do as many of the traditions that my friends who have married non-greeks their kids like do all the stuff my kids are like oh it's like a given and i'm like it's not a given and i'm like oh like let's go and i think like that part is also very interesting and i think like it's just interesting to watch. I, I think it can work. This is this is this is my big statement. I think it can work both ways. And I was not saying that statement 20 years ago. Believe me, the reason why I can relate to you is because I was you. Okay. And I was like, nope, non-negotiable. This is it. Like this again, is done. Back, I would have married the same person all over again. Don't get me wrong at all. But I wonder, because I was so stringent in my beliefs, I don't know that, I think I could have been a little bit more open-minded about it and still had a very great result. Does that make sense? It, it totally makes sense. And it's great advice. I I, I totally understand that 100% because I've been in some situations where someone that I was seeing wasn't orthodox. And granted, I was younger. I was around like 17, 18. So what did I know? What did I know about dating at that age? But you, you have to see where what, what, what's going to happen. So at that point, it really wasn't a big deal for me. I just was more like, how does he treat me? How does he, you know, that type of thing? Does he truly love me just for me? So that was more important than what he is. But as I started to get a little bit older, and I think it was just the the main attraction was obviously toward Greek men, mm-hmm. or let's just say European men. So well, as I've got, they're very they young. are, they are, they are. So as I've gotten a little bit older, I said, okay, I will maybe give just the European man a chance with whoever it may be that comes into my life, not necessarily Greek. And if it happens to be Greek, if he happens to be the same culture, then great. But if not, maybe I'll be okay with that. And I sometimes feel the times maybe a few years back that I was a little forceful on like, I need a Greek guy and I want to date from now and find the one that I'm going to marry. And I'm like, I'm jumping way too far. Just relax and take it take a breath and again be in tune with yourself and find yourself before you go looking for it in someone else so that was something that I had to maybe learn the hard way and a couple relationships throughout the times didn't work out and it wasn't anything really to do with culture or anything of that it was just that it didn't work out with that person right so sometimes I think if you 
when we're a little too forceful to find that perfect thing, it doesn't work out that way. And when you just kind of let learn to let things go and go back to your faith of trusting God that he knows what what's best for you, then I think when you know, you'll know. Whoever that person may be, you'll know. It's so beautiful. Whoever it is. You know, it's- Who are you? You are like the wisest <laughs> person. You're the wisest 26 year old. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you. Look at you. I, I think it's, it's the life experiences of just going through things from a young age. I think now, sometimes I'm like, I'm only 26. I feel like I'm 46 half the time. Well, yeah, <laughs> because you went through some challenging things in your childhood. Right. And that will make you grow up, as I know, firsthand, right away. Of course. And I'm sure your beautiful daughters learned life experiences from you being ill. I'm sure that it changed their perspective on things. And it really does. And even with my mom being diagnosed with cancer four times, it changed my life. And it just made me really realize that the little things that we stress about aren't that important. And I thank God for her every day that she instilled these things in me that I carry with me, whether I'm with around her or not. And no matter if it's with friends or other family members and jobs and anything that I could think possibly think of, I always hear her voice playing in the back of my head. And I'm like, mm-hmm. She warned me about this. She told me about this, taught me about this. And, you know, it's, I feel that when you do go through things at a young age, it, it really helps you through, through those hard times of your young twenties. And your mom is like so inspiring and so amazing. And she's obviously done an incredible job with you guys and, and Mm -hmm. herself. And she is like, I mean, she's unbelievable. I'm in awe of her. I think what's interesting is you have this very, you have a lot of clarity at, at this age, right? And a lot of people don't necessarily have that clarity. When you have that kind of clarity at that age, it's also hard to have friends in your same peer group because you're stratospherically on a different, do you sometimes feel like you're on a complete? Yeah, totally. All the time. And that's why sometimes it is a little bit challenging to actually find friends. And I have a good friend, best friend that I was best friends with from the age of six years old. So I'm grateful that we got to go through things together in life that now we're older and we're like, we've had each other in our in each other's lives for 20 years. We're like, what? That's that's we, we sound so old being like, wow, you've been in my life for 20 years. I can't believe it. But it is it is tough sometimes and you know a lot of people even if they don't necessarily feel the same way i try to accept them regardless and not everyone's going to feel the same as you but sometimes the maturity level and the the life outlook is a little difficult to to relate on so i've had those moments where i'm like i actually get along better with like a 35 year old (laughs) or a 40 year old or Someone your age. I mean, I'm like, hey, I could hang out with you all day long, but sometimes I don't feel that way for other 20-year-olds. Sorry, it's just how it is. (laughs) It's just how it is. It's a little difficult at times, but, you know, you just try to 
find those few select people that can truly understand you and love you and you give them the same thing back. And I think that's, that's the best way to have a friendship. How do you, how are people meeting people these days? Like, how do you, like, how do you meet people these days? Like, are you on apps? Like, what do you, like, what? Uh, personally for me, I just say if I meet someone out in the world, that's where I meet them. Granted, I've had, you know, a few friendships along throughout the way of meeting people on Instagram or, you know, social media, it is what it is. And it is a good platform to meet people and not hating on that at all. If that's how you like to meet someone, then great. I've done it myself. But I also like that human interaction and that in-person type of place. That's the most important thing to me. And I've met some great friends through school or just from childhood or even a job here or there. You 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 start to feel someone's vibe and you're like, hey, I think I, I think I really like that person. Mm. And then you connect throughout time. And even some of my best relationships are people that actually live abroad. They live in Greece or they live in Serbia. They live in Albania, wherever they may be. I've met them here and or there. And it's just, it's a, but that's why social media is a good way to be connected with those people that live so far away. You stay in touch with people. You're one of those people that stays in touch, right? Like I try. (laughs) I try my best. That's such a good quality. What about relationships with people, like family relationships? Sometimes those dynamics can be a little tricky. You know, our big Greek families come (laughs) big Greek. You're right. It gets a little little crazy at times. (laughs) Yeah. A little intense. But... You know, at the end of the day, I think it's just a matter of you love someone, you love your family, you care about them. Yeah. So it doesn't matter even if you fight or you don't agree on things. At the end of the day, you say they are my blood and that beats anything. That overrules all the other little petty things you might argue about or not agree upon. As long as you go back and you say, you know what, I love you and I care about you. I want what's best for you. Then all that other stuff seems to just diminish and just float away. And then you can just move forward from there. But of course, every, whether it's a a sibling, a cousin, aunt or uncle, as long as you look at them and you say, I love you. And you really just, all that other stuff doesn't matter at the end. We have each other and we should just be grateful for one another and things happen but you know as long as you just give people what they need and they give you what you need i think it it can work in many different types of relationships that's so beautifully said i mean you need to like start your own block i'm not good. <laughs> do people tell you this? you're giving me too much credit but I'm not giving you too much credit at all. Like it is, it's true. It's true. It's like what you're saying is completely spot on. And you know, it's one of the themes I talk about all the time, which is forgiveness. Yeah. You know, you have to just forgive and move on. And I think that's, you know, one of the basis and the foundations of the relationship that you have with yourself as well, because at least a lot of times in my twenties, I, would really i would carry stuff a really long time like mistakes i made or 
things I, you know, I knew I shouldn't have really done, but I really didn't forgive myself. I would self, I would self-deprecate. I would, I would really kind of subliminally punish myself for right. for doing that, right? So it's really important to not carry that in from year to year to year to year and to release it because the the relationship with you have with yourself, that's that's what you're gonna attract. Like if you're not feeling good about yourself, right? If you're feeling like, oh, you know, should I shouldn't have done that, this, that, and the other, that's what it's going to bring you. It's gonna bring you more of that. I totally get that a million percent. There's been so many times, you know, just speaking from personal experience that I maybe not, I didn't forgive myself for certain things. And I, and everything that you just said that you experienced in your 20s, I'm like, wow, I was just feeling that, you know, last month. <laughs> so there, there are definitely those times where you're, you don't forgive yourself. You feel guilty about certain things you might've done, or you just feel this like heavy burden on you. And I think that throughout time, you you will heal. Time heals all. They don't say that for no reason. Right. So I, in my own experience, whether it be over a year or so of not feeling 100%, I think once you say, okay, that's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to feel these maybe not so good things to yourself, but you give yourself time and you give yourself patience and love. And you will start to see that your life will lift. And, you know, you might go through a time of feeling lonely, feeling like you don't have anyone to talk to or just that you're not strong anymore. And it's even a struggle to get out of bed at times. Mm -hmm. But once you actually start to realize that and accept that you're going through these things, I think that's that's the best way of working through something is accepting something. Acceptance is, I, I talk about this all the time. I couldn't be more on par with you acceptance leads to real gratitude and then you can move through it and by by wishing that you hadn't done something or said something or you know going back and perseverating on what has happened and and making yourself feel bad about it will keep you back where you where that happened of course and it'll keep you there over and over and over and you'll you won't be able to grow and you won't be able to even if you say the buzzwords self-love um be kind to yourself you won't be able to really authentically do all those things if you haven't accepted that it happened it's over and i'm moving forward right just like you would forgive somebody else right we we tend to forgive ourselves last exactly (laughs) like you need to you need to flip that around and forgive yourself first because it's the same thing. Like if I had done something or if you had done something to me, I would forgive you immediately. You would give, forgive me immediately, right? Like that's just right. kind of our nature. However, right. however, you will, I guarantee you, you won't immediately forgive yourself. I've done that a million times, <laughs> to right. be honest. It's happened a million times and you kind of put yourself on the back burner and you let everything else go with other people, but then it's like you're so mean to yourself and you're so hard on yourself but you at the end of the day you only have yourself to live with that's all you have you rest your head on your pillow at night and you go to sleep by yourself even if someone's next to you doesn't matter you still are by yourself your own thoughts your own feelings and as soon as you kind of 
accept those things that we were talking about and you say, you know what? Those things were in the past. Even five minutes ago was the past. Everything's in the past for a reason. As long as you stay present with yourself, your true self, I think it's the only way that you can kind of work through things in life. And of course, we're all going to go through hard times and we're all going to fight and struggle and, and we're always going to go through something. It's life that happens. But when you retract back and you give yourself that time to just reflect and be at peace with yourself, I think that's it's the best way to be able to handle life's life's hard balls and curveballs that we get thrown at us all the time all the time it's inevitable where do you see yourself in a year like if you had a magic wand if you had a magic wand right and you could wave it where how how do you i, I shouldn't say where how do you see yourself in a year that's a good question it's <laughs> a good question i would hope to see myself stronger than i am today maybe even happier than i am today okay um just persevering through life whether it's with a job or relationship wherever it is it could be somewhere else in the world i just hope and pray that as the years pass that i'm stronger and happier and more at peace with myself yeah. as time carries a whether it be a year from now five years or ten years wherever so the road may be for you i have a little exercise for you to do okay? okay every day start daydreaming about yourself i like that so you got to start daydreaming about yourself like you can't do it in the car when you're driving because you're going to be too distracted but a great right. a great place to do this okay is in the shower because you don't have your phone you don't have your you know you're not watching it you're not listening to right. anything right start daydreaming about yourself picture yourself a year from now where are you what are you wearing what are you eating who are you with what are you listening to how do you feel okay I like that. And picture yourself how you want to see yourself a year from now and you don't have to worry about the details of how you're going to get there. And you don't have to worry about any of the details that will block it from happening. But make your dreams really awesome. Because your dreams do come true. They always do. Good and bad. So make them good. Okay? <laughs> so start daydreaming about yourself because you're, you're such a light and you're such a... You encompass everything inside of you is just goodness bubbling up. So if you channel some of that towards your, your future self, okay, if you just identify and say, okay, April next year, end of April next year, this is where I'm sitting, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm eating, this is what I'm listening to, this is who I'm with. You may not even know the people you're with, right? right. But it's an amazing exercise. I teach this to people your age, and I do this myself all the time. But it is a fun thing to do. It's like a it's it's kind of like a wake prayer, right. right? But you don't have to, you know, you don't even have to talk through it. It's just a, the visualization of yourself at the end of next April or the beginning of May, and where are you living? 
What are you wearing? What does that feel like? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you laughing at? Okay, who are you with? This exercise, if you just do it for a couple of minutes every day, okay, you're going to see that your days will get better. Okay, your overall human experience will get better because you're already you're already doing everything else, okay? So this is like a fun little exercise to get you because you are a person that goes with your heart and you let things kind of unfold and and that's right. so beautiful. But you're also in the driver's seat. Okay? And that's a good place to be because you're in charge of your you, you know, co-creating with God your own destiny. Of course. Right? So let him know how you see yourself. And I always end every single time I pray for anything. I say, God, if this is for me or something better, because a lot of times we won't get what we think we want because God is saving us from something else or, or he has something even bigger in mind for us. Right. Right. So be open to the possibility that what you're dreaming might be too small for you and maybe God has a bigger plan or that's that's something very important that you say that it's amazing and beautiful advice because sometimes I picture myself when I when I'm just playing around or just trying to sleep at night I'm like things that bring me peace like I said in the beginning was my culture so I say if I was in Greece right now (laughs) if I was in Greece it's always if I was in Greece I was in Greece because I truly feel that that's like a, a home base for me. Oh, great. I know. And when I'm there, I just feel automatically more open and more free and just willing to do like anything. I feel like everything is possible and nothing's impossible. I just feel I just have this very strong connection there. So sometimes when I'm feeling a little sad about something or just not having the best day, I do picture share that and even if it's past trips that I had in Greece I say I had the best time when I was there I met some of the best people ate the best food listened to the best music went to the best beaches whatever it may be and I got to tap into my culture so at the end of the day that gives me true happiness so I feel like it is a good thing like you said to picture yourself where you would like to see yourself in a year and it's, it will give you that peace of mind and it will give you that calmness that you need. And you just hope for big and bright things in your life. And if sometimes I feel like if things aren't going 100% your way, even if you were rejected about something, that's why they say rejection is for your protection. God's trying to protect you from something that he knows isn't good for you. And He knows what's your best plan for your life. So I really think that when we look back on that, we just focus on that. I feel like it can, it it just helps you in so many different ways. That's so beautiful, man. Can you believe it's been an hour? I I feel like we were talking for like 15 minutes. Five minutes. It felt like five minutes. I mean, there's just so many things to talk about. We could talk talk about.